Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Luckily, though, it's the NFL season, and luckily uh, the Green Bay Packers take on the Minnesota Vikings. We've seen some crazy line movement in this game, and I already gave out the teaser that I really liked. I like teasing the San Francisco 49ers down from seven-point favorites against the Chicago Bears to just one-point favorites in a pick Even on the road, I think they at least beat the Bears. I don't know if they beat them by eight. And then I like teasing the Vikings. At the time, it was two and a half all the way up to eight and a half because I have a rule that I do follow, and that's I do not bet against my team, the Green Bay Packers. I bet against the Cubs a lot. I bet against the Bulls a lot, but I don't bet against the Packers. And the Packers right now, that went from two and a half now down to one and a half. They're one and a half point favorites this Sunday, 425 kickoff in Minnesota, tough place to play. Totals 47, Packers minus 120 on the money line. The Vikings are plus 100. I'll start with you. That's what I like is the teaser, but what are you doing in this game, if anything? Here's the thing. These divisional matchups in week one, I like it when you can get a big dog, like a like the Texans when they were an eight-and-a-half-point dog, and now they're a seven-point dog. I like that a lot more than in Minnesota – one-and-a-half-point dogs, a lot of factors happening with this game. So you have a new head coach for Minnesota, right? You've got now no Devontae Adams on the other side. You've got probably one of the better defenses that the Green Bay Packers have had in recent memory. So I want to see how that plays up against a revamped sort of offense with Kevin O'Connell, with with that Kirk Cousins meshing, how much are they going to use the run first sort of Dalvin Cook offense? Are they going to spread it around? What does Adam Thielen look like? There's a lot of factors that make me want to stay away. Kirk Cousins apparently looks really good, but again, Green Bay is going to lead the way with its defense. Top five, most likely in the league. For me, the only thing that I could play, and I'm like trying to figure out how I would do it. I like the teaser from you. I like that a lot. But Vikings were one of the worst fourth quarter teams in all of the NFL last year. They got out to early leads and they let that evaporate. Will that continue? I don't know. But I kind of like first half money line Vikings minus 105. And then maybe the, uh, in my mind, Green Bay comes back after halftime after a nice little Matt LaFleur speech and Green Bay gets it done. That's what I would do. First half money line Vikings. There's just too many factor, factors for me to go ahead and take the Vikings just on the money line or even to cover the one and a half. That's a very weird number for me. I don't like the number. So that's the only thing that I would play. What do you think? Yeah, so I would lean, and I hate to say this, I, I think Green Bay loses week one in Minnesota. Wow. I think they might beat the Vikings at Lambeau Field. It's just they always, I mean, th- this is just like growing up. Favre would always struggle on the road in Minnesota until he actually went and played for Minnesota for those couple seasons. 
And, you know, Rodgers week one, the last couple seasons, you never really know what you're going to get. Now, last year was a weird situation because they took on the Saints and we thought it was going to be like a rebuild season for the Saints. Instead, they started five and two and then Jameis got hurt. But the game wasn't played in New Orleans like it was supposed to. It was played in Florida where Aaron Rodgers always struggles. Now, this year, you have a completely different wide receiver room because you lose the best receiver in all of football, in my opinion, in Devontae Adams. But the Packers have also won seven straight games without Devontae Adams in the starting lineup. And during those games, they've had to find different ways to move the football, but they've averaged 31 points per game. So I actually, I'm going to stay away from the side other than the teaser. There's a couple player props I want to throw your way, but I like the total and I like the over in this game, even with uh, a revamped defense for the Packers because they get Jair Alexander back for a full season. Like he missed the majority of last year. Rasul Douglas is back. Eric Stokes is now in year two. The secondary is great. I like Adrian Amos a lot. I like Darnell Savage Jr. as long as he's fully healthy. The linebacker position I like for Green Bay. They get better on the defensive line because they finally give Kenny Clark some help. So now he won't eat double teams 80% of the snaps most likely. Um, and then Minnesota, same thing. Like I like their pass rush a lot more, adding Zadarius Smith. And this is a hungry Zadarius Smith. If you've been reading the comments you know that he's been given, he does not like the way he was treated in Green Bay. He thought they kind of just like gave up on him. He was in the facility last year with a back injury. Nobody, He said nobody was even asking about the injury. Nobody cared. And also the Vikings, we'll see, though, like they're an over team. Last year, 11 of the 17 regular season games went over, 64% clip. That's crazy. That was the highest rate in the league. So even if they've improved defensively, I think we're going to get some points in this game. Don't want to bet against Aaron Rodgers. I don't bet against the Packers. But what I do like, some rushing props. Teams are going to continue to run the ball against the Vikings, even if they fixed up that pass rush. Last year, 87% of the rushing attempts against Minnesota gained positive yardage. That was the highest rate in the league. And even though they fixed the pass rush, they didn't really fix that defensive line. I still think teams will be able to run on them. They bring in an offensive-minded head coach. Gone is Mike Zimmer, who was supposed to be the defensive mind there. Uh, but I like Aaron Jones over 50.5 rushing yards for minus 115. But even more, I love A.J. Dillon. 49 and a half rushing yards minus 115. Look, Matt LaFleur, like the reason he got this job wasn't because of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in this passing offense. Like they, they, they've been a run first team the last three years. People don't recognize it because Rodgers has won MVP in back-to-back seasons. They want to run the football. Like they have blocking tight ends. There's a reason why Mercedes Lewis is still on this roster. We don't know how healthy Robert Tunyon's going to be. Sammy Watkins hasn't played a full season since his rookie year. Alan Lazard is a third wide receiver who now becomes number one. Randall Cobb, he had five really good games last year where he, had, where he was targeted over five times. Other than that, he was on a milk carton, and he's not any younger. He's the only guy that they really have that can play in the slot. We don't know what Amari Rodgers is. There's two rookies. Christian Watson is going to be available, it looks like, week one. Romeo Dobbs, but is Rodgers going to trust them right away? They're going to run the ball. So I like both running backs over their yards. And anytime you're getting plus 200 on an anytime touchdown with A.J. Dillon, you have to take it. Because not only is he going to get the goal line carries, they're also going to use him a lot more as a receiving back this year. Yeah, I like that. You know what I also like, back to your point with rushing, is Dalvin Cook rushing attempts. Now, maybe Kevin O'Connell changes the nature of this offense in a huge way. Maybe it's something completely new. And Dalvin Cook is not used nearly to the degree that he was before. But if you look at what how Dalvin Cook was used in, in a lot of these games, he's getting, wow, like 20 attempts, 29 attempts, 18 attempts, 25 attempts, 28 attempts, 27 attempts. So I like for this first game, 
at least for him to have 16 and a half rushing attempts, minus 105. Does that feel low to you? Am I tripping? No, no, and you know what? And and I get it. I think there's like people. I continue to hear people like, "Well, I don't know what Delvin Cook has." And like, you know, because last year he had a good year. Like, if you just look at the numbers, right? He had over a thousand yards again. I think like one thousand three hundred eighty-three total yards rushing last year, but he averaged a career low five point nine yards per touch. And they didn't really figure out a way to use him in the passing game that they should have last year. Now Kevin O'Connell comes in, so that's why I expect such a big year for Kirk Cousins. But I expect a big year for Delvin Cook too. Like, let's look at what he was able to do, um, Kevin O'Connell, in the passing game in the Rams system, right? You had, like, Daryl Henderson, Sony Michelle. They ran 183 pass routes in the slot or lined up out wide, so I think they're going to move Delvin Cook around a little bit, not just him catching balls out of the backfield. He's going to split out and be in the slot. You know, we'll see how good K.J. Osborne and those guys are this year, but I think he's going to be used a lot more as a pass catcher. Last year, a career low, 2.5 receptions per game for just six yards. Those numbers are going up. So I do like the rushing attempts over, and I I also like Delvin Cook's receptions. I think he's going to get used a lot as long as he's able to stay healthy. Hey, quick question. Would I be a lunatic for going under? So Aaron Rodgers passing touchdowns. Over one and a half, minus 225. The under, it's plus 160. Is it crazy if that number goes up a little bit to go under? The last two years against the Vikings, 13 touchdown passes, zero picks. But look what Devontae did in those games. 14 receptions, 7 receptions, 7 receptions, 11 receptions. I, I think they're going to look to run the ball in the red zone. I kind of like under on Rodgers' touchdown. Pass. I don't I don't hate that at plus 160. It just makes me really nervous to bet against Aaron Rodgers to light up a team that he absolutely wants to smash. But I like the value. And yeah, and then I look at Cousins' number, you know, uh, his passing yards, 258 and a half seems really low for Kirk Cousins this yeah. season. I mean, I don't know if you saw on social media. Who was it? Michael Irvin picked him to win MVP. Somebody's getting absolutely crushed. Yeah. Um, I, I do think he's going to have a big year. I can't go over, though, just because that Green Bay secondary is so damn good. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.